Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. It is that time of the day. I've been looking forward to this one in all honesty because I reckon Fred Hastings would be absolutely dirty this morning. Good morning, Freddie. How are you? Good day to you, Greg. Uh, trust you well. Ooh, uh, probably better the, than me. By the sound of your voice, I was going to say that you would be dirty because Singo shouted the bar and you had yeah. to work, which means you couldn't partake. But by the sound of the, your voice, maybe you did. No, I, I can guarantee I've been battling this for a week and I was uh, hoping to get through last night, which uh, uh, I, I don't think I would have needed nine races. I would have been in trouble if there was nine or ten, but we got through. And um, But, yeah, I'm suffering a bit today. So apologies, folks. Don't adjust your set. It's not just set, it's uh, it's me. Oh, mate, I'm sorry to hear that. I am sorry to hear that. I just know that you're far too fine a person to be involved in something as dubious as what I suggested. No, look, it was it was great to see. Uh, Singo was there last night. A lot of people, I noticed a few people grabbing selfies with him and uh, uh, he, he uh, shouted the uh, the track and uh, there was a, a lot of people partaking uh, in some, uh, some beverages. But uh, uh, no, I was unable to do so. Um, I probably could have done with a hot toddy um, a to get through, but uh, uh, yeah, well that too. But uh, no, it was it was a, it was a good night of racing. Uh, Cameron Hart Grant, uh, he did Cameron Hart things and ended up driving a treble. He uh, won it uh, on Zambia in race four. He got Stella Arden home in a close finish in race five, and then uh, won the last for his sister Ashley. So uh, brother and sister combining to win the last defiant. Uh, Ashley's doing a good job uh, with a with a small team and uh, Cam was able to get the job done uh, for his sister. But I guess the highlight, no doubt, was uh, the Singo. Of course, this was a race where slot holder John Singleton was going to announce his uh, runner for the Tabureka in a fortnight's time. He made it clear it wasn't going to necessarily be the winner, Mm -hmm. but as uh, things panned out, that's the way he went, and I think he's made a pretty darn good choice. Shall we have a listen to the race? Let's have a listen. And at the cages, it's Tim's a trooper. About a neck clear on naturally gifted the local hope. In third spot on the insiders, he's a son of a gun, Captain Hammerhead, and then Danger Zone. Further back then is Soho Rhapsody and Model Barno heads the remainder. Third quarter, 27-3. They run for the money in the Singo. And a spot potentially in the Eureka. And naturally gifted goes up, serves it up to Tim's a trooper. On the outside, finishing on is Captain Hammerhead, and then he's a son of a gun. Captain Hammerhead moves up to naturally gifted. They're having a soul-stirring struggle. Going to the leaders, Captain Hammerhead. Now gets a neck. Now two. Now three metres. Comes clear. Captain Hammerhead wins the Singo. Beats naturally gifted. He's a son of a gun. Big run, Don Hugo. Freddie, I was going to say when I recorded that race uh, earlier this morning for you that you didn't sound like you were unwell, and I thought maybe I just wasn't paying attention. But, dude, for somebody who's uh, unwell, top job. Thanks. Yeah, no. uh, I think I was lucky... Grant, the singer was race three. Um, it's, if you listen to replays later in the night, it was getting a bit dodged. But uh, no, look, he, he's, a, he's a good horse, Captain Hammerhead. And uh, we, I'm just checking to see if we have his trainer driver on the line, David. Not Moran. as such, on the um, way. Mario's on been off wandering and doing things and gibbering with people. Mario doing Mario things. But look, he's a really nice horse. And as a result, uh, Singo went with Captain Hammerhead. Now, the emergencies for the race, subject to the connections agreeing and, and, and being happy to run as emergencies, uh, are naturally gifted. He's a son of a gun, Don Hugo and Tim's a trooper. 
they'll be the emergencies, but they also get first dibs at the big uh, race, the uh, effectively the consolation, <coughs> pardon me, uh, which is known as the stockade. So um, you, you, they'll most likely be the, uh, the the candidates as emergencies for um, the Eureka. But Captain Hammerhead got his spot. And uh, he's a real nice horse. He's had 11 uh, starts now, six wins and three minor placing. He just seems to have really matured in the last few months. Uh, we saw him at Menangle in a derby heat, and uh, uh, he just seems to be a little bit more switched on uh, as we get later in the season, Captain Hammerhead Green. Yeah, well, just having a little bit of trouble getting David at the moment. He's uh, just not answering the phone. I was only joking yeah. about Mario being uh, out wandering around. I know. And I know. I know. I know. With David, he he actually packed the float up pretty much after the singer once he got his spot. And he drove all the way back to Victoria. So uh, he, he, he may he burnt the midnight oil, David, and he may be just having a rest. So uh, what I can do is tell you that the uh, pre-barrier draw, now the barrier draw will take place on the 30th of August. That's uh, Wednesday morning at a function uh, in town. Um, but pre-barrier draw, Leap to Fame is $1.75. Uh, Catch a Wave, who's the reigning uh, Chariots of Fire and Miracle Mile uh, champion, he's at $3.50. Then you've got the Lost Storm. Now, he's one of two three-year-olds, the other, of course, being Captain Hammerhead. The Lost Storm is $6, Captain Ravishing, 9 uh, And then you've got uh, my ultimate Ronnie, one of the local hopes for Jared Alton at 16 In Cypher, won the Westburn Grant last night, the free-for-all in Victoria. What a race that was. And in Cypher, she was able to stick her head out and win. Now, under the conditions of the barrier draw, the two three-year-olds will draw barriers one and two, whether it's Captain Hammerhead one and Lost Storm two or the other way around. But in Cypher being the mayor, she gets barrier three. The rest of the field, the four-year-olds, they then are drawn from four out. So in Cypher comes up with barrier three, will come up with barrier three, um, you know, all things being equal, uh, taking into account the emergencies. Um, she's 26. Speak the truth who won through the Hayden in uh, Queensland is 26. Rip, uh, Rip is the um, slot holder, uh, Wayne and Julie Loader. It raced yesterday, uh, last night, and ran fourth Rip. Uh, it's at 41. Captain Hammerhead, he won the Singo last night. It's $51 at the moment. Um, 51? You know it's going to draw. It's 51. It's going to draw barrier one or two. Um, and I just, $51, look, it's a tall task when you're taking on Leap to Fame and Catch a Wave and the Lost Storm and the like. Yeah, but, but what a fun bet. I mean, if you're, you know, just out to have a little bit of fun and enjoy the race, why yes. not go for a $51 pop that's got a realistic chance? I spoke to David uh, very briefly as he was uh, heading uh, down the Hume, and, uh, you know, he said that the situation is that the horse is, is racing well enough um, he, he, he needs to give him a bit of a you know cosy run, given that he's taking on these outstanding four-year-olds. Um, but gee, at fifty-one dollars, and then you got the uh, the Taswegian uh, magician. Uh, it's a hundred to one. It won through the Bowtide uh, for the Tas Racing slot. So that's the market pre-barrier draw. But at least you know, with if, if you're punting on the Lost Storm, uh, Captain uh, Hammerhead, and then Cipher you know they're going to basically be barriers one, two, and three. Yeah. What happens outside of that is then up to the, the, the way the marbles fall. If I was to put pressure on you, which way would you be leaning now? Not holding you to this when the race comes around, <coughs> but which way would you be sort of leaning at the moment? Leap to fame, he, he just did incredible things during the um, Constellation Carnival in Queensland. 
Um, catch a wave. We saw through the, the carnival of miracles in February. He's just something else. So, yeah, when you take all things into account, they look to be, to me, the top two chances, leap to fame and catch a wave, um, depending on the way the barrier draw falls, or maybe even regardless of how the barrier draw falls. Um, then you've got, I've got an enormous opinion of the lost storm. Um, and, and obviously, you know, what we saw last night in Cypher, she was, uh, she was incredible. Um, but she's got to take on the boys. And as I said, Captain Hammerhead <clears throat> at the $51, uh, you know, is worth a, worth a throw at the stumps just to, yeah. on a, on a place bet even because it, the way he attacked the line, he really, once uh, David got into the outside, he, he really come on. And it's a funny thing. There is a, a little vagary with the 2400 meter start at an angle. For those that don't know, it's actually on, they virtually straighten uh, into the back straight and they let, they let them go as they just straighten up at the back straight and they've got a 400 metre run in the back straight. Now, what that means, Grant, is that the, the, mobile, the horses that are drawn towards the outside have got to work a little bit harder to get their heads up onto the gate, onto the arm. Yeah. And in contrast, the, the inside horses... They're kind of, I guess, marking time to some extent. They're not going full tilt. And what happens is they straighten up at the 2400 start. The starter lets them go. And you've got those outside horses. They've got a head full of steam because they've been doing that to yeah. keep up on the gate. We saw that last night. We saw the outside horses all get away quickly and slide across the face of the field. Uh, Danger Zone and He's a Son of a Gun. They were able to slide across from the outside barriers. And that's just a little vagary with that, that 2,400 metre start. So the horses that are drawn one and two, they're, they're not going at that top tilt that the outside horses are, are running at. So it, it's a little, another little dimension that, that has to be considered. Uh, but what that could mean is a horse like Captain Hammerhead um, could get cover on the pegs. Yeah. And then just needs a bit of luck getting out. So it, it, it really is another factor. And we don't run a lot of 2,400 races at um, Menangle. Um, the Derby, the Oaks, come to mind as two that we do run uh, over that, that you know, good horse. The, the Ains, uh, the um, Light Horse Free For All on Miracle Mile Night, that's also at 2,400 metres. So there's not a lot of races run at 2,400, but that is one little vagary of that starting point that drivers uh, have noted in the past that the outside horses, they are running full tilt to be up on the arm and when the starter lets them go, they've then got a 400 metre run down the back straight to get in. And uh, we saw it last night, as I said, with a couple of horses spearing across the face of the field to lead them. Now, that's an important thing to mention because obviously, you know, races like the Eureka and, you know, all the big races uh, that we have there at Menangle are about attracting new people to the industry. And for those that are, you know, perhaps some um, gallop punters or greyhound punters that are thinking of coming across to uh, this other code, that's very yeah. vital information that uh, a lot of people may not have not have known. So good for punting there. Hey, now listen. Um, Mario has rang David uh, seven times. If he rings him an eighth time, that's an automatic restraining order. So we might have <laughs> yes, to save Mario jail stalked, time. <laughs> yeah, look, we don't want to be stalking Dave. Look, as I said, he had a long drive home and um, he, he, he graciously agreed to be on the show. But oh, I guess the um, the waiver was that uh, he, he may have been recovering after that long trip. But, uh, but look, one of the best attributes of Captain Ham Captain Hammerhead, I thought, was the fact that he he um, he settles in his races. And again, if he gets that smother in the Eureka, 
Um, it's, it, it could be uh, worth a dabble, as I said, at 50 to 1. They're going to get an incredible crowd grant at the Eureka. They're, they're budgeting somewhere, excuse me, <clears throat> somewhere between 12 and 15,000. Now, that's the wow. numbers. They're the numbers they had when, they, when the track opened in 2008. Yeah. Um, as I said, you know, you've got Birds of Tokyo performing a free concert after the last. Um, there's, there's uh, you know, Ricky Lee will be singing the anthem. There's so much going on on the track with those good horses. And then you've got so much going on off the track. So uh, as far as I know, all the hospitality, uh, um, you know, all the hospitality has been booked already. Um, so if there's any spots left, you, you might want to contact the club just to see if you can get a spot or get a table. But uh, as far as I know, a lot of it's been pre-sold. So be a huge night. And uh, hopefully it gives me two weeks to get over whatever this is. <laughs> well, Freddie, at the top of that segment, I uh, I said that uh, that you were far too professional to get involved in a drinkathon down there with the Singo Shout. As is your professionalism coming on here this morning, you could have easily rang it and said, "Guys, I can't do this. Leave me alone. I'll go to sleep. Come on, somebody else to do it." Well, I feel but bad you... if I ask Dave Dave Moran to come on, and then I don't. <laughs> <up. laughs> well, well, as, as it's turned, turned out, out. <laughs> <laughs> mate. You thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing your thoughts Have on the angle with us last night, especially uh, beauty, yeah. not feeling well, buddy. You take care of yourself. All good. See you, mate. There is On The Pace with Brad Hastings. We'll be back with Russell Beach shortly.